Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Revving the Word. Get ready to move your body and hear the Word of God. It points your heart in the direction of health and wholeness. And we're going to work it out, right? As the, the Word of God is meant to be bent, stretched, bend it, flex it. You have to apply it. You can't just listen to it. I love that Jesus says, I think it's in John 8, 39, that you, you scribes search the Gospels to know me, and you know, the, you know, the, or you know the Scriptures, but you refuse to come to me. So we're, we want to come to Him while we move our body, that we're moving closer to His heart, that we're moving with the beat, the rhythm of His breath, the rhythm of His heart. And love is a verb. So that's what we're going to, we're going to verb together the love of Jesus for the next hour because this is an endurance workout today. So you can already start to be moving your feet. I am not going to tell you at what intensity, at what pace, at what level to be at. You're just going to move. So you can absolutely, anything works. Uh, in all podcasts, of course, anything works. You could just be going for a nice stroll, a walk. I know some of you drive in your car, which you're, you're verbing that way too. But I do want, it, I think these workouts, uh, these podcasts are most effective when you're willing to put a little equity of sweat into them because something breaks loose when we are willing to be broken loose. Amen. All right, so start to move your feet right now. And if you want to know more about us, go to revelationwellness.org. Thanks for leaving a review on these podcasts. It's been amazing fun to read. You can email us at info at revelationwellness.org and tell us more of what you like. Ooh, also, also, song requests. Go ahead. It's so fun. I love the music is endless out there. And we always put the playlist in the show notes. So if you're wondering what song was that, I hope if you just open up the show notes more, you can see what songs. So send us fun ideas. Um, it's such a gift to get to be inspired with good music like that. So any other ideas for uh, podcasts and two, we're happy to serve you. We love hearing from you. Really, I do. It's not a one-way street for me at all. It's people um, energize me. So you're not wasting anyone's time. And if you want to connect further with us, go to RevWell TV. Also, if these podcasts are blessing you, we are a nonprofit ministry. You become a partner with us. If you become a partner with us for as little as $10 a month, that's like... I don't know about you, but here in Phoenix, Arizona, I can't go to one, drop into one fitness class for less than 20 bucks a class. So $10 a month, you would be a non, or it's, it's tax deductible and you help us stay on mission Please, and go to our Love Others page, see how we're using fitness as a tool to spread the gospel message. We really are an outreach ministry. And so that would also get you access to RevWell TV, which gives you online at home workouts, stretching, strength training, Beyond just kind of this is a little more abstract, you can be doing whatever you want to do, but that will train you a little more specifically, as well as keep you at the top of the know of all our fitness challenges, anything else we have coming. We have some exciting things happen in the summer, so we're prepping now, so get yourself ready. We're so excited. I'm so excited, so I wouldn't want you to miss. All right, we're going to train our attitude today. How's your attitude? How you doing? Check in with your heart right now. Heart, how you doing? Hmm. Make friends with it. It loves to talk to you. Loves to tell you. 
what's going on and we're going to train our attitude. We are going to go into Matthew 5 today with Jesus as he talks to us at the Sermon of the Mount. This is him bringing in a new way of life and we these are like the tenets of, of our heart, of what, what we celebrate, of who we are and it will rock you. The Beatitudes will rock you. So we're going to study it and then make declarations based on who God says we are. You are blessed when. You are, you are. He says it. You are blessed. You are blessed. So we want to be the blessed people. And there's a character and a nature behind it. So we're going to start doing that. All right. Get ready to start the playlist in three, two, one, play. And it is a, a longer workout today because it's endurance. So that's the sound of my shade going up so I can watch the sun come up. I love watching that sun come up. All right. Pay attention to how your feet are hitting the ground or how heavy you feel. I know people have asked, how do you do that, Elisa? How do I, how do I change how heavy my feet hit? Well, first thing is you think about it. How heavy do my feet hit? <laughs> Are they making a loud noise? And then start to engage your belly a little bit. So draw it up. Draw it up a bit. So if you don't know how to grab that belly muscle, take a deep breath, inhale, exhale, and cough. <laughs> but when you cough, draw the belly in. Don't suck it in, but engage it in. So if you're running and you can't find that, go to a walk. Go to a walk. It's just a subtle engagement in and up. It'll also drop your tailbone a little bit and give you a little space in the low back. Because we generally are pretty compressed in our low back. Kind of hyper hyperextended. So just soften it a bit. Okay. Take smaller steps and faster steps. That's always better than big, heavy, long steps. Alright. How heavy your feet hit the ground definitely tells you something. So if you are running, you want to lean forward just a bit. And if you're walking, lean forward just a bit. Kind of hinge at the hip just a bit. You want to put your heart above your, or before your knees a little bit. Before your toes, just a little bit. But keep the back engaged. Keep the core engaged. Yeah. Lean into it, in other words. You're going to strike the foot at a midfoot strike and then press through. Press the earth away from you, like you're gonna kick up some dirt. If you're walking, you're gonna have more of a longer strike or a longer gait. Strike the ground with the heel, opposition of energy. So if you're hitting with your right heel forward, you're gonna be reaching through that left side body. I almost think that's why sometimes um, 
cross-country skiing is so effective because you, you're using the upper body. You just kind of, not that you're, you just feel it. Okay, everyone, you can feel the opposition. As the right foot goes forward, the left body kind of carries the weight through. Good. Oh, just be present, that's all. Here we go into Matthew 5. Let's see here. Let me change it. My, my scripture just jumped. Remember, Jesus, like I said, is <laughs> after 400 years of silence, a message from God has showed up. The messenger, Jesus himself, Messiah, Emmanuel, God with us. And we sets us up, we see him ministering to the crowds. He's calling his disciples. He's been baptized, he's had temptation, like he's gotten prepared. Now this is his big, literally, sermon. And I love that he doesn't do it, he doesn't do it in the temple. He does it out on a mountain for all to hear. This is an all issue. Okay. So it starts with seeing the crowds. He, Jesus, went up on the mountain. He sat down. His disciples came to him. Mm, right there, okay. John 8, 39. You searched the scriptures diligently looking for me, but instead you refused to come to me. So they, he sat down. First of all, they followed him up to the mountain which says something, right? <laughs> I mean, they're just starting to follow Jesus. Like, what are we doing? I'm sure they had to be thinking that sometimes. Wait, I gave up my fishing job for this. What, if, why are we going up? Why is he not going into the synagogue? <laughs> but okay. So they follow him up the mountain. He sits down. They come to him. I love it. Jesus, God is in a restful posture, you guys. restful posture. So even as you're working right now, work from rest. I can't say that enough. Work from rest. God, would you come here? Help us. We want to move as the Holy Spirit moves. We want to be a verb attached, connected to the Holy Spirit. That wherever you go, we go. However you do it, we do it. Change us, God. Thank you, Father. Amen. Verse 2, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now listen, Jesus is going to say blessed nine times here. Nine times. <laughs> Actually, yeah, nine times. Sorry, I'm having a Ferris Bueller moment. Totally dating myself. Nine times he says it. Blessed, you're blessed, you're blessed, you're blessed, you're blessed. I love this. This is what he told us originally in the garden when he kneeled to us and blessed us. It said that God blessed them and said, he's coming back to say, you're blessed. Which means, there's a word, blessed. 
means to bring pleasure or divine favor. Supremely blessed, fortunate, well off, happy and happier. Come on. To bring pleasure, meaning my pleasure is with you, my favor is with you. You are supremely blessed, fortunate and well off, happy and happier when you are poor in spirit. For there, you have the kingdom with you. Now, poor in spirit, it means, it means, have any of you met people with all the wealth and riches in the world, but yet lack? We know that's the truth of everything. Stuff does not satisfy. Food will not satisfy. Everything you think will make you happy won't make you happy, and that's when you go, man, I'm pretty poor. I'm lacking. I still have this hole in my heart. Help me, God. First declaration. When I say these, you're going to say them, and we're going to remove our body and declare, this is my attitude of life. This, this is who I am. I'm blessed. When? Take, that's like we go to the enemy. Take that. Nope. Here's your first declaration. It is well with me. Because I have the kingdom in me. Say that. It is well with me. For I have the kingdom in me. Telling me I need to slow down. Next declaration. When I don't have it, it's okay. I'll just go and get what I need from Dad. <laughs> this is all he's been asking. He said, come to me. Stop studying. Come to me. When I don't have it, it's okay. I'll just go to Dad and ask for what I need. You have the kingdom. Keep moving your body, saying, blessed am I when I'm poor in spirit, for it is there that I have the kingdom. Work it out. So this pretty much drops the pin on everything. When you feel like you don't know what to do. When you, you're at a loss for knowledge. When you're at a loss for words, when you're lacking anything, you're blessed because you've never been closer to the kingdom. Powerful. Oh man, I think 
if we just get that one right. Number four, or sorry, verse four. Blessed, happy and happier, fortunate, well off are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Tell you what, God really loves me lately. This last year, I've mourned. I've lost so much. So much. If I didn't guard my heart and keep my heels dug deep in the sand of faith, whew, I would have been convinced that it's not worth it. It's too much loss. When you mourn, you will be comforted. This goes in line with that verse. It says he's close, never closer than when someone has a broken heart. He's a good dad. As a good dad of my kids crying, I don't just walk by. Man, I'm like on a all points bulletin alert to get to that kid of mine, that child whose heart is broken. Mm. Declaration. When I lose, I gain more God. Say, when I lose, I get more God. I'm sorry, you guys, I'm sorry it hurts this way. And I know he is too. But this is the way, the way up, down. Next declaration in line with mourning and comfort. When I lose what I love, God's love sweeps me off my feet and snuggles me. If you're a RevWell instructor, you know how snuggling works. It's like, it's the most powerful thing you can do. It's the strongest thing you can do. It's the most violent thing you can do, is get intimate. Not only like crawl up on the lap of God, but it's like you just want to get in Him. He becomes your strong tower, your shelter, your provider, your protector, your everything. When I mourn, I get more God. When I lose, I get more God. When I lose what I love, God's love sweeps me off my feet and snuggles me. Work it out.
I think the takeaway here is that we're realizing God's presence, the kingdom and all the resources, all the wealth of the kingdom, the people that have God are those that know they need him. <laughs> they know that they're going to lose. They know that they're going to mourn. They know that they're going to have lack, moments of lack, soul lack, moments of insecurity, and all those feelings are awesome. Take them to him. Draw near. You'll get more God. You'll get the peace that passes all of man's understanding, the peace that no self-help book can give you, nor a Google search not even what your friend can offer. Stop picking low-hanging fruit. It's ready to fall off anyways. Climb up in the tree. Take shelter. Verse 5. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Notice, everyone who's in this state of attitude, they all get something. Meaning when you feel stuck right here, don't worry, I'll meet you there and I'll raise your hopes. I'll put you back on your feet. I'll tell you who you are and what you have. Don't run from this. This is the attitude. This is why Jesus disturbs the religious forum because the religious people do everything they can so that they're not poor. Poor in spirit, physically poor, financially poor. They just, poverty is a sign of, oh, you've deserved that. <laughs> right? The religious, they make rules, regulations to keep themselves from hurting. When God pulled back the veil, when Jesus comes, he tears the veil and says, let's enter hurt now. Let's clean this up. We're going to clean this up. Me, the Father, and the Holy Spirit, come on in. Lepers, lames, those that are oppressed by demons, come on into my temple. You're hurting. You're inflamed. You're sad. You're angry. You're bitter. You feel confused and lonely and afraid? Get in here. Come to me. I'll give you the kingdom. I'll give you not only the kingdom, I'll give you the keys. And when you get these keys and when you gain this inheritance, blessed are the meek, for they shall have the earth, inherit the earth. It means. First of all, the meek, meek is not weak. So don't get those confused. The word meek is to have strength under control. It means you could rip into them, but you're not going to. You could give them a piece of your mind, but you're not going to.
You're gonna keep your strength, keep your flesh under control. Because if you do that, you're gonna get more favor on the earth. You're gonna get everything this earth is crying for, financial security, fame, all these things. God says, I'll give you all that when you have this strength. Don't just throw it around. Under control. Declaration. I am strength under control because the earth is under my feet. Meaning it's your jurisdiction. The earth is your authority. The earth is your working mission ground. It's yours. Steward it. It's not the thing to be worshiped. It's not your motivation. It's your mission. Strength under control keeps the kingdom under my feet. I'm sorry, the earth. The earth. Possessions, power, fame, accolades, approval of man, all of that. A number on a scale under my feet. I keep my strength contained. Jesus was meek. His whole ministry, it comes from a posture of humility. So this would hit on anyone who feels prideful, anyone who likes to get big when there's a problem, or even anyone who likes to get small. Hold your strength, hold your ground. Keep the ground under your feet. The earth is yours. Work it out. Blessed are the meek, those with strength under control, those with power, love, and a sound mind, for theirs is the earth. Everything in it, it's their resource. I made it for them to use, to steward, to bring more goodness onto the earth. The meek are also restful people. Let me just say that real quick. They know how to rest. They're not panic people. Another declaration for the meek, the earth is mine to enjoy and it has no permission to steal my joy. Say that. The earth is mine to enjoy. This is my playground. Every circumstance, 
is for me to dig deeper into the love, the breadth, the depth, the width of God. It has no permission to steal my joy. Notice your feet again. How you doing? Check in with your heart. I know my heart is good. In a good mood when my corners of my mouth start to go up. And I might even, ha ha, laugh. Verse 6. Uh-oh. This is a, everyone get ready. Overeaters Anonymous. Control freaks, get ready. And I say that in the most endearing way, freaks. Who isn't? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Meaning what you're really hungry for, what you're hungry for, what you're thirsty for, you're not really. The desires, the things we pursue, that we think will fill us, they won't. All of those are set up by God to draw us closer to His heart of rightness, of righteousness. His heart, His way of thinking, His way of feeling, His way of acting, His way of speaking. It's available to you. Food will never fill you the way his love will. Thirst. Thirst for him, the living water. Declaration. I crave God. Say it. Tell your soul where to go. Soul, you don't really want more money. You want more God, crave Him. He will satisfy. Whether abounding or basing, in plenty or in want, hunger or full, satisfied. I crave God. Say it if it's not even real, just say it. By faith. Faith comes through hearing the word, planning it in you. Three words. I crave God. When I'm seeking to be satisfied, my fulfillment is found in Him alone. Hunger. You want to sit at His table and eat from His banquet. You want to drink from his living water because it will set you right. Bless her, seven, verse seven. Blessed. Remember, let's recheck in with blessed favored, well-off, 
happy, happier, supremely blessed. There's no higher, there's no higher reality to life than being blessed. That's why if you can have an attitude of gratitude, you, that's the key that opens the gates of heaven. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Say it. I'm blessed. Come on. Move your feet. Move your feet. Walk into your inheritance as the blessed one. I'm blessed. He loves me. He favors me. He loves to see me happy. I make his heart glad. And he makes mine supremely glad. Verse 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. This is where he would be talking to the religious leaders, the people that are hard on others because they're hard on themselves. Blessed are those who are full of mercy. They'll receive mercy from heaven. I always think of the word as mercy is if you arm wrestle or you, or you wrestle somebody, right? And you've got them pinned. Like they have every right to be the winner and to hurt you, to crush you. Instead, you say mercy, they get up, they release. That's mercy. Mercy is giving people what they need. Not giving them what they deserve. Not giving people what they deserve is mercy. Giving people what they need is grace. God knew they need a way. And they need a way without any stumbling blocks. No more burnt offerings, no more sacrifices. We're gonna clear that out. They need a way. Even though they deserve utter destruction. I love them and I'm gonna make a way. Grace. And the word grace, it also lines up with this word blessed. The root word comes from Cairo, which also means to be well and thrive. That's what grace means. So Jesus is bringing in the era of wellness. This is why he's my jam. The whole gospel says it's well. It's well with you when this happens. It's well with you when this happens. Declaration. I give people what they need, not what they deserve. Say it.
Not giving people what they deserve. Mercy. Give them what they need. Grace. That's why my husband, he shows up on a scene as an officer. He doesn't just start shooting right away at the bad guy. He goes, okay, are the innocent clear? He's assessing as being under pressure that no one else who doesn't who doesn't deserve to be injured or hurt, doesn't get hurt. Mercy, keeping your eyes open for when you can take someone off the hook. So when you're merciful, when you take others off the hook, do you see how then you stay off the hook? You're free, free others. You're free, you'll stay free. Blessed. Verse 8, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. That's why you've got to check in with your heart, friends. We have to check in with our heart. Heart, how are you doing? What's going on in there? Did somebody come in while I was sleeping? Did I get distracted? Because if your heart stays clear of all the clutter, of all the garbage, keep it clear. You're blessed. Trust God. Don't worry about anything. When we worry, or when we despair, we're saying, Christ wasn't enough for me. <laughs> he didn't pay pay it in full. He, he must have left me out a little bit. He, he didn't see this situation. No, he saw it. Declaration. I desire to be clean in my thoughts. I desire to be clean in my emotions. I want to be clear of all gunk so I can clearly hear and see God. God, come clean us out. Remove the root of bitterness. Remove the root of despair and hopelessness. Remove the root of unbelief. Clean us out. Sweep it up. You know, he doesn't just throw the trash away, he burns the trash. Your gunk is actually a sacrifice. He says, let's sacrifice it to me. Nothing wasted. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Who doesn't want to see God? More God. Purity. It's so powerful. Next to peace, the way you access peace is through purity. And that peace is powerful. You'll, it's in the peace 
Romans 14, 16 says, the kingdom is not a matter of eating, drinking, but of righteousness, which is whatever God's up to, that's what I want to do. I want to, I'm in right standing with God so I can go to him and get everything I need. There's nothing in the way. And when I go to him, I will get two main things, peace and joy. For the kingdom is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy. The pure of heart, they remove all the stumbling blocks. They kick out all the idols. They take out the trash. They run light and free. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. God, show us you. Show us, show us your glory. Show us your glory. Let the Spirit search you. Blessed are the pure in heart. My, somehow my heart is connected to my eyes. What I crave. The heart is where the longing happens. All your desires, your longings. And your heart is also like a mind. It thinks creatively. It has thoughts. Your heart's thoughts, they're in line with the kingdom. It's why you long for a beauty that never fades and a love that never ends. Because those thoughts, they're in your heart. But when you take out all the cravings of the flesh, when you clean up and remove the root of bitterness, fear, shame, then, Little by little, more clearly, you see him, you hear him. So God, right now I ask in one merciful fail swoop, you clean house, addictions leave in Jesus' name. Obsessions leave in Jesus' name. Declare, my heart is pure, clean. I see God. Job. I believe strongly in that one. That's why we do the clean hearting challenge. We're going to do that again. We need to do that one again. I just naturally collect. I'm a junk collector. I'm a hoarder. I, I pick up stuff I don't even need. It just looks good. Oh, have mercy on us, Father. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. This is who you are, friends. 
Listen to declaration. I don't just keep peace, but wherever I step my foot, I create peace. You're not a peacekeeper. You make peace. You can MacGyver up peace with two sticks and a rock. Because <laughs> all you do is say, Jesus, come. Prince of Peace, come here now. Be in me. Be in my thoughts. There's no situation that you are not prepared to bring peace into. Move with him and be a peacemaker. The peacemakers are sons and daughters of God. <laughs> Move with him. Speak peace in Jesus' name over the storm in your heart and over the storm in your home. Peace, be still. Peace, I'm a daughter of God. Peace, I'm a son of God. Listen, when you speak peace, you're like a police officer showing your badge. In other words, you're under arrest. Call everyone, calm down. I have the authority to tell you. In a volatile situation, it's gonna be okay. Now you gotta know your timing for this. Sometimes my peace looks like I don't enter the chaos with my words. I enter with my presence. And I hold a posture that says, God's got this. It's going to be okay. I bring presence. Peace. First in. Blessed are those who per are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Back to getting the kingdom of heaven. Basically, God's saying, if you live life this way in the Beatitudes, you're willing to lose. You're willing to be poor and not have it and be okay with that. You're a peacemaker. You hunger and thirst for me. You're meek. You have strength under control. You don't throw your weight around. And you desire to stay free from idols. You will be persecuted. People are gonna go, what's up with you? That's peculiar and weird. No thank you. That would cost me way too much. <laughs> They'll pat you on the head, dismiss you, say thank you, no thank you, or even worse, curse you. 
Woo! I should show you some emails I've received. But every time I get them, I'm like, wow, I'm onto something. <laughs> Woo! I'm pushing out some darkness now. Look at that. So I rejoice and blessed when I'm persecuted. Declaration. When people refuse me because of Jesus, I'm doing something very right. <laughs> oh, death, where's your sting? When people refuse me, reject me, turn me away because of Jesus, I'm on to something. I don't have to get big. I don't have to get small. I shake the dust off my feet and I keep moving. Love is a verb. Attitude. You have a minute and a half to get okay, to get comfortable being uncomfortable because you're onto something. Come on, break through this today. Break the tape, finish this. Good job. Man, I think if we could just get through that one, it really means we're gonna suffer. You're gonna suffer for the sake of the gospel. <laughs> Come on. The sooner, the quicker we can get okay with this, the quicker we can get on with it. God will not abandon you. When you're persecute, when we're persecuted, all we lose is our ego. All we lose is pride. And that stuff, it's weighing us down anyways. Pride is to think of myself more importantly, more often than his beautiful face, his presence. Last beatitude, last attitude of being. This is who you are, do you hear me? Listen, today's, you're gonna need to listen to this podcast over and over. Don't relegate it to the kindergarten section of your Bible study. Because how are you doing with when you're losing things? How are you doing when you're persecuted? How are you doing when you hunger and thirst? How are you doing when you don't feel satisfied? How are you doing? 
when you don't feel, when you feel insecure, like, I don't have this. I don't have the knowledge for it. I don't have the ability for it. I don't have the schooling. I don't have the training. I don't have the money. I don't have, I don't, I don't, I don't. How you doing? I'm telling you, the ABCs of an attitude right here. Drop a pin right here. We're cooling down now. If you'd like, you're invited to cool down. Verse 11, he hits it again. Ready? Blessed are you when others revile you. That means like to spit on. <laughs> and friends, I don't, I don't, I'm not a girl of doom and gloom. I'm just not because I'm a girl of, of utmost joy and zeal, encouragement. I'm the girl who says, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. That's me. But I believe if we want to see more power of God on the earth today, we're going to see more persecution. In a land that was once free and founded on the biblical principles of God, Yahweh, <laughs> we're in trouble. It's not going to get friendlier for us. <sighs> this is where I have to ask the question two words. Who's in? Are you in? It's not. So when people revile you, spit on you, huh, dismiss you, when you are unpopular, when you are in the little tiny narrow way and all your insecurities of abandonment, nobody gets this. God certainly must have forgotten about me. When all that stuff comes up, you're gonna remember. Wait a minute. He told me, blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You're in good company. You're in Hebrews 11 kind of company. The hall of faith, the hall of fame of faith, Moses, David. Come on. Abraham, Sarah. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. Great. Listen, heaven's my home. I'm passing through. I'm just passing through, and I'm scattering seeds of love, peace, joy, hope. <laughs> and nobody's going to stop me. You know why? The only way they could stop you if they took your seeds away. Here's the deal. Your seeds don't come from the earth. They come from heaven. So you will never stop. They take it away, you get more. <laughs> come on. 
we're his kids. <laughs> He's abundantly good to us, gracious, extravagant, supreme. He says, you are my kids, the supreme ones. Blessings follow you. You can't even shut them off because you would have to separate yourself from me. And that's not how I've made you. You and me and a family <laughs> of rugged, kind, not stopping, not turning their back, people. Press on, breakthrough. This is who you are, friends. Blessed are you. Remember, his ways are not like our ways. His thoughts are higher than ours. They will come against your flesh. And when they rub against your flesh, you're being sanctified. He's rubbing off all the impurities to make you shine like gold. That others would see a city on a hill when they look at you. You're not affected by your circumstances. You realize God's just setting up something. I trust him. So Lord, help us. <laughs> We know, we hear these words and we say, yes, okay, okay. God, strengthen the heart of your people. Bring them alive. Dead bones, rise up. Flesh on them, God. Because you say, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Well, here we are, God. Pour. Pour. Here we are, the blessed. Do as you wish. We trust you. We love you. And we forsake everything that this world can try to offer us. It's already under our feet. We love you, Dad. Do the work. Your access to all areas permitted. Come into our hearts. Be completely yourself. Amen.